T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Bradford Show. That's my open? That's what they used to call me, Swivel Hits Bradford. That's my open. I'm okay. waiting for you to so justify what? your stupid opinion. Bradford Show. That's delicious. Bradford Show, this time with Jackie Bradley Jr. I think it's the fourth time that Jackie has appeared on the Bradford Show, and it was absolutely the best time. But before we get to Jackie, we have Donuts Carrero here. Donuts, what's going on? What's going on? Bro? Yeah, so Do- yeah, Donuts is the intern for the broadcast booth, and he also has been uh, charged with running the Bradford Show Twitter account. Well, how would you grade yourself out so far? Um, I guess... I guess around a B, you know. Oh, that's a high grade. High grade. Yeah. I mean, how many? This go. I mean, how many? You 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 throw in some stats every once in a while. I want creativity. I, can you, what, what? Am I wrong? Do you feel like you've been as creative? Do you think you've been a little tepid when it comes to the the account? No, I mean, I try to give a little bit of variety. Spice it up. Like, stats and you know throwing up polls, just trying to create conversations. I, I think that this is going to take your brand to another level. Don't you agree? Yes, one hundred. I mean, what an aphrodisiac this is for the ladies. Back in college, you go to Emerson. Yes, I do uh, not know what that word means. Aphrodisiac. <laughs> it means that it, it basically means that all all the ladies are are going to uh, flock to you. So congratulations on that. Because yeah, we you had we've already talked about the broadcast. We've already talked about your love life on the broadcast. Yes, uh, we have. With yeah. Joe. Yeah. You're electric right now. Come on, oh, let's okay. go. They got me a little beaten when I got home that night. They did? Oh, it did? <laughs> so what happened? Um, you know, I guess showing up at 2.30 in the morning and having my girlfriend listen to all the uh, Simone drops from... This is for your ex-girlfriend, like right? Yeah, yes, ex-now. Yeah, you were talking about your ex-girlfriend on the broadcast. You got home at 2.30 and then you had to answer answer to her, right? <laughs> yep. Okay, all right. So, uh, Donuts, you do, uh, what do you do, Cape? No, what do you do? You do Nashua, Nashua Silver Knights? Yeah, I did a couple of the uh, their games, about three or four. I like, by the way, how you, when you talk about that, you get your serious face on it, like you're, <laughs> this is a resume builder. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about the broadcast. Your most important thing for the last, what do you get, another couple months here? Yep. All right. The most important thing is building up the Bradford Show Twitter account. Oh, one hundred percent. Are you looking forward to this Jackie Bradley podcast? Oh yeah, of course. Good. Good answer. No, what? I'm upset. I got to. I had to miss it. Uh, miss it yesterday. Yeah, I told you to come down, but you weren't here. But that's okay. What if you were there? If you said, if I say I keeled over in the middle of this Jackie Bradley interview, <coughs> which spoiler alert, I didn't. Um, and you had to jump on in because as run, basically you're like the vice president right now. Oh. Because okay. you run the Twitter account, if I if I die, you have to take over. Um, if I, that happened, what would be the questions you would ask Jackie Bradley? Um, I would probably just talk a lot about maybe like his opposite field hitting this year. Oh my like god! You're kidding me. Well, I don't. I mean, depends on how it was going prior to you keeling over. I guess. Uh, no, I just like this is yeah, you blank. Sl- I keeled over like in the first second of the podcast, and you had to jump on in. Let's go. Make it entertaining. What do you got? 
That's it. I mean, this is what you have to know. This is you walk into a clubhouse, you have to know. You see a guy, you have to interview him. Yeah. All right. Yeah. What, what's the most interesting thing you 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 just telling me the most interesting thing about Jackie Bradley was him hitting opposite field. Yeah, his numbers are like crazy hitting the opposite field this year. It's like over five hundred. He's like one of the league leaders in extra base hits the opposite field. I mean, I like that. I, l- I like that you go next level on the stats. But spoiler alert again, that's not part of this podcast. <laughs> I, I start out with hair restoration. Oh. I talk about how, remember when he let his afro out, like l- let it fly, the story behind that. We get into trade deadline stuff. We get into contract stuff, which is fascinating. We get into how, you know how they take the cards out for the outfield and check the cards, how he doesn't always like to do that because he doesn't want to say, hey, you know what, you can't t- you're telling me to play here. I think I know where to play. Well, that's all good stuff, right? Yeah, it is. Tremendous stuff. Tremendous yeah. stuff, right? <laughs> this isn't him walking off the field, you know, after getting a couple hits type of interview. This is a 28-minute podcast with Jackie Bradley Jr. So what you got, no other questions you would ask Jackie. I mean, I guess, I guess I'd guess i have to open it up a little bit more past the numbers. Yeah, there you go. So we're here to educate. That's okay. We, we, uh, we welcome you into the Bradfoe Show team. I hope that, once again, it's a great resume builder for you. Do you feel like it is? It's an honor. Yes. That's what it is. Th- thank you. Thank <laughs> that's what I was looking for. So, anyway, episode 111, really good interview with Jackie Bradley Jr. You're going to want to listen. All right, Jackie, um, I was thinking about this. Maybe the first time that you did this podcast, I think you've done it a couple times. Done it twice? Did you do some research on this? or No? You just remember? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so the first time, we remember, it, we, we talked about this the other day. It was about your hair. Was that about your hair? Was that the one about your hair? You had grown your hair out. Yeah. Okay. I did. Yeah. I had a, a, a head full of hair. It was, it was impressive. It was, I think it was a signature moment in your career. I made my dad jealous because he doesn't have hair. So <laughs> he, he was just jealous. He, he couldn't grow hair. But that was like you had you you released the hounds. You had let it like there was just one day where you just let it go. It well, was that's because I, it was a requ- request by one of uh, my teammates, a pitcher. It was his start that day, and he wanted to have the afro. So you know, who was it? John Lackey. Was it really? If you gave me a list of people who were saying that was the guy who requested, I would say he would be the last. John one. Lackey wanted it. It's his start day. Whoever's pitching that day, they pretty much get whatever they want that day. So, um, I, I brought it out for. Were you? I mean, that was there any hesitancy at all? I mean, it was like no, no, because no. you were going to let it out at some point. Uh, Just so John Lyon. Probably not out during a game because it's a lot. There's no hat that can fit me. Well, I was going to say, did you have to adjust the size of your hat? I did, and even then, it would still come off as soon as I started to run. Just too much hair. Was it uncomfortable that day? Was who uncomfortable? No, were you were you uncomfortable that no, day? No, I wasn't uncomfortable. Um, I wasn't afraid to let it out um, or anything like that. It's just just a hassle, and it's it's, it's funny <laughs> to look at it. Just a, a hat sticking on hair. <laughs> oh, dude, like go to the old baseball like, cards. Like Hey Arnold or something. <laughs> <laughs> go, to, go to the old baseball cards. Oscar yeah, Gamble. Oscar Gamble. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's funny because I did. I called Oscar Gamble's house one time, 
just because he was living somewhere and I had to get in touch with him. I left a message, and I no, I didn't even leave a message. And he saw the caller ID. He called back. He said, "Yeah, this is Oscar Gamble, the guy with the hair." Mm-hmm. <laughs> so makes sense. How long did you keep it for? Uh, a few years. It's a lot. Did you? Did you really? Not that. Not like the like the full on aggressive, like coming no, out. No, not Afro. I think. No. I, for a day. For a day, that was it? Yeah, that was just for his start. That was start, and then I got to braid it back up. The reason I ask is that they've come to me, Jackie, and said, do you want hair restoration? Not you, me. No. So, I, 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 I trust your opinion? You don't need hair restoration. Uh, thank, okay, that's see, I'm taking a poll. No hair restoration. No. Well, the problem is, is that if you get hair restoration, you're going to have to grow it out. I don't want to grow it out. I think, feel like, you know, this is what I want to do. But you know, it's you know. It is what it is now. Yeah, it yeah, is. No, no need to. They they have pressured me because hair restoration is a big, big um, let's say friend of um, friend of the company, right? Mm-hmm. And so they have constantly asked about Dustin Bedroya. Can you ask Dustin Bedroya if he wants hair restoration? And how do you it, think that went over? <laughs> he says he does some days, but then I honestly don't think he would want to. It's a, I'm sure it's a process. I'm sure he's not willing to go through that process. No, I don't think he is either. I, you have, I think he's been securing his lot in life for a while. Yeah, yeah, he's he's fine with where he's at, and um, <laughs> I think that's good for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got that out of the way. And uh, what was the second podcast about? I got to be honestly, I don't even remember. Um, we can pull the tape. Was it, was it me th- play, throwing a football? Oh no, we just oh. did. That was a video. You, you, oh, that was a video. Yeah, you just did. You threw a football like a hundred yards. Oh no, you know what? You've been actually on this three times because we did one. Yep, yep, we did. You've been on this three times, and I don't remember the second. I don't remember what the second time was over the phone, but the third time was in spring training. That's what I remember. Okay. That's where we sat down outside in, in Fort Myers. Right. So okay. there you go. But clearly, this is going to be this is going to be the best time. So okay. Uh, you don't. You don't sound too confident. No, no I'm. I'm. I'm 100 confident. Okay. I just don't know the topic yet. I, for, 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 <laughs> all right, well, the, the, the first topic was was just basically talking about there. So you, when you when you look at back at well, first of all, at the end of this, at the end of this, is that mm-hmm. <laughs> at the end of this, I want you to ask me a question. That's part of the rules you have to ask me a question so Mookie asked me about Kevin Durant Um, yeah so just think of that if nothing else think of that okay Um, so you go through this year and you're as we sit here right now you're doing very well congratulations thanks all right okay what to teach me teach me about how uh, uh, the course of a season, like so, I know Jackie. Like, like you, you don't feel comfortable talking about yourself a lot. Like a lot of players aren't. Like when we say, "Hey, you had a great game," and you say, hey, "You know, it's a process, and you know, we're going to worry about tomorrow." Well, that would be accurate, right? Close. Yeah. 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 Okay. Sure. Right. It's 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 a weird thing because baseball is like it flips it's on a so dime. So every day, yes. Yeah. One day you'd be great, feeling good. Next day is gone. And you're cognizant of that. I mean, you're you. Are, like, yeah, it's it's part of it. I mean, this it's a game of failure, so you don't want to get used to failing because it'll be a certain feeling that I I, I don't want to get used to losing. And when you're competing, 
Um, you know, we're ultimate competitors. We want to win everything, mm. no matter what it is. So, you know, the times that you you struggle, you're frustrated. Mm. But when, but when you, even when you do well, like for instance, you go through a bad stretch, and then you come out for a couple of days, and we all run down and say, "Hey, Jackie, you figure it out. You figure it out." I get the sense that you're uncomfortable talking about that. Um, because I, I mean, I, I, I get it. I mean, nobody truly figures because, out because I'm truly not where I want to. I'm, I'm truly don't feel like I'm fully playing to my capabilities. On a day in and day out basis, mm-hmm. you know, maybe certain times. Um, I feel like there could there could be a better happy medium somewhere in there, so things aren't so drastic. Have you felt over the last few years where you have reached that? That have you felt like that it's you know that you have had that feeling go away for at least for a stretch. Yeah. That you're playing to your, like, this is, okay, yeah, I feel like I'm playing. I mean, it's, it's a combination of things. You know, when you're not going well, just, you know, whether you're not, you're, you're striking out or um, you make a black, bad play or something like that. It seems like when you do finally, you get it right. But when you're not going well, it it somehow finds a glove. Mm-hmm. You know, you just crush it. You do everything right, and it's literally right at someone. Mm-hmm. Um, I went through a lot of those stretches for years. Um where oh man I finally got this one and you got, you got shifts nowadays where you know you're taught your whole life to you know hit the ball up the middle stay up the middle you know middle approach it's kind of hard to do that now when the shortstops be directly behind second base I mean it's, it's would be a hit normally but it's not anymore so when you look at like you said you you don't feel like the discomfort you feel is that even though you're playing better, you don't feel like you, you just want to get. You just want to find this this place where you're like, okay, you know, this is who I am. I want to start from the beginning and be able to hold on to something for the whole season. So start from the beginning of a season. You're talking about correct. Okay, not freaking have to start from the depths all the time. Yeah, and then work my way back up to mm-hmm. you know, somewhere. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to. You know, maintain it throughout a whole season. So, looking back at this year, why? I mean, you reflect on it. Why weren't you able to do that? Exactly like I said, um, slow start, a uh, little bit of bad luck. Um, make more contact. Mm-hmm. Um, you were fouling off a lot of balls. That was the thing, right? So many. I put myself in a bad situation. But why? I mean, it's like... It's so like, many. It's not like you can say, Jackie, I think you're fouling off a lot of balls. Stop fouling off baseballs. No, I know. I don't know whether that was a timing thing or anything, but like that... You've never makes, fouled off... It makes off, a difference. You've never fouled off that many balls, right? What you mean? Well, no, no in the past? No. no. Past big league. Past as in... Before the big leagues, yes. No, okay. I, I didn't. It's just you know, put yourself on a bad count sometimes. Sometimes when you're deep into a count, okay, that's fine. Mm. But when it's early in the count, you fall two balls off and you're down 0-2. There's so many different options mm-hmm. that you know the pitcher has. As well, so so last year when you were going bad, I got to look it up. Is Mike okay? 
Yeah. Okay. It's new, new fancy equipment. Um, when you're last year, when you were struggled and you pull out from it, um, I think it was more swings and misses. So this year, you foul, you're fouling off a lot of ball. You were fouling off a lot of balls. Was this sort of a byproduct of you know well documented you know swing adjustment, change in swing, adjusting to that? I mean, do you think that was part of it, or do you have any idea? I I don't know. You don't know. I don't. I'm not even gonna turn like I do. There's certain times where I, I feel like I'm directly on a pitch and follow straight back, and I'm thinking to myself, "Wow, that was my pitch." Mm. No, I'm not, I'm not getting. I'm not getting that pitch again. So. Um, I don't know. But you, so, I, I was psyched for you because, you know, I said this, you know, talking to you in December and then talking to you through spring training, you know, I was happy. Like, I was like, this guy is like, he feels great about something that he did. Like, right? I mean, this is what, as human beings, like, we want to do something, have a change or alter something, and then we want to feel great about it and going forward. And that's And that's certainly in the first half of spring training, that's how you felt i mean you were torching the ball and then you know as you said at the beginning then it was sort of went the other way look uh, what was that like i mean what was that like where you feel so good about something and mm-hmm. then you realize hey maybe you know i have to do this or i have to do that that was obviously not probably not what you anticipated well it's something that you uh, you constantly got to work on every single day mm-hmm. i mean like i said like your body will find ways to try to go back to his normalcy but did so you think speak. but did you think that was going to be the case like did did when you were working with um craig right mm-hmm. and you were talking to other people hitting coaches here like did they say okay you know it looks good now but you, there is going to be a time where you're going to have to keep adjusting to that. absolutely yeah. jd told me that from the start did he yeah i mean it's it's no perfect fix everybody's swing is is different obviously you got to find out what works best for you um but it's one of those things like i said your body will find a way to cheat it (laughs) it's just it's just your your body's way of saying all right this is what i'm used to you know yeah um you're you're introducing something new um so you got to constantly you know did it feel awkward did it feel awkward like when did I like I know that you change things. It there were certain certain things, certain drills that might have felt awkward. Um, body movements felt necessarily different. I wouldn't say it felt awkward. It's still a swing. Um, it's just something that you might not be accustomed to. But you don't want to be thinking about a million different things, right? Which sometimes you do. Well, especially when you're changing as much as you did, right? Correct. I mean, how many things... I don't expect you to pull out a checklist here, but, like, how many things do you think that you changed? Like, you know, like, for instance, like, I know that, you didn't, you know, you used to loop your bat and back and whatever. Right, right. But if, if you, and I don't want you to go through everything, but how many things in your swing did you change? At least five. Five. I mean, just, you just, but it's things that I have done before, mm-hmm. but didn't know what I was doing. Mm-hmm. So it's sinking that back and up making sure everything's connected you know maybe i was experimenting with my lower half or my hands so it's just trying to find something that works and and stick with it and then sometimes you you might have to do the cow ripkin and switch it up so how many times have you changed your stance this year twice maybe twice that's it 
and the one in like open and close. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Okay. Everything else is the actual swing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But where you where you've landed now, and like you said, you're still listen. This is a work in progress. But where you're landing now, you're like, oh man, I feel I feel better. Right. And what by you know there must be a sense of ah oh, if I was only doing this like three months ago. Or you, I guess maybe you just can't look at it. There's that always that sense. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah, there's always that sense. Because you, I mean, it was the same thing last year, right? I mean, like... And it kind of goes back to, like, shoot, I I wish I could maintain this for the whole year. I mm-hmm. mean, or, you know, why can't I do it? Or why haven't I done that? Um, but you also got to give credit to the guys you're going against, too. Mm. <laughs> They're going to make adjustments as well. Do they pitch... Are you being pitched differently this year? Uh, then, no, I mean, no, it's kind of hard to say because it goes back and forth yeah they might pitch you how they used to but then they'll switch it up once you make that adjustment and then they'll go a different route and then you'll make an adjustment to that and then they'll go back to the, the way you're getting out before well, well yeah so, i mean like pitchers things right now you know like this is high fastballs you know, you know the yeah. whole thing right high fastballs curveballs and dirt high fastballs <laughs> yeah. high fastballs curveballs and i think that's another t-shirt i like that yeah. as we sit here it's as we not to say you figured all this out, but as you sit here, you feel better, much like probably you did as you sat here on whatever July twenty fifth last year, because like, you started that evolution. You, you had said you know talking to JD and getting in touch with Craig over the phone and things like that. What like uh, in last June mm-hmm. or something like. So as you sit here, you probably feel along the same lines, right? Not yeah. like the same swing, I mean, but yeah. I like I said, I feel like there's moments where I, I put it together and uh, I try not to over overthink it. You know, when you're going well, everybody always asks, you know, what are you feeling? What are you doing different? You know. Yeah, that's why I said well, we I, run I, down and we say, "What are you?" Said, do? I mean, I, you know, what I'm during those good times. I try not to think at all. I just try to ride the wave mm-hmm. and. Then when you go through something, you kind of want to go back to that, obviously, to see what you were doing. That way you can kind of maintain it and hopefully find some keys that you could look back at to to be able to you know, work your way out of it. Do you – what's – everyone has goals, right? Do you, I mean, do everyone you have – goals. I mean, do you have – are you like a definitive goal guy? Like, for instance, when I was talking to Mookie a couple of years ago, he said, you know, MVP is a goal, right? Mm-hmm. What – Give me, do you have a goal? Like, do you? What are your goals? Other than, yeah, the, I have other a, than, I have this, a lot of goals. Other than to goals. start, like, other than to start and start, you know, go through the whole year. I have a lot of goals. I never really share them. No. Oh, well, can you share one? I give you a free T-shirt. Um, to win a Gold Glove. That was one of my goals. Congratulations. Thank you. That's that's hard to do, man, because it's so stupid. Because it, like people just like get their image. It, once a guy gets a gold glove, it's hard to get it out of their out of their hands, right? Mm-hmm. You saw that. You don't have to. You, you know what I'm talking about. But now that you have one, you're in the club. I am part of the fraternity. Do you feel different? Do you feel like, hey, you know what? We all can say, oh, Jack, you're badly the best center fielder I've ever seen. But once you get that gold glove, y'all can. Everybody can. Um, finally stop saying gold glove candidate. <laughs> gold glove caliber. <laughs> you can honestly say gold glove for now. Are you better defensively than you were last year? Smarter. 
Are you? Yeah, Why? It's Why um, you making more correct decisions, trying to keep the balance of the outfield um, together. Uh, you know, obviously we're human. We make some mishaps, but um, overall, I like to feel like I learn. Learn. You learn more about the people that you're playing against. Um, and decision making. Well, you, you guys went through that process. I remember at the beginning of last year when they brought in the cards and the positioning and everything, and there was like, oh, we got it, we got it, we got it, we got it, right? Right? Am I wrong? You're right. Yeah. And then, like, then the cards started being implemented. I don't know if you use them. Yeah, I use them. So all the analytical stuff that says blase, blase, he's playing too deep, guess what? You can t- you can talk to the analytical team, not me. Oh. I just listen to the cards. <laughs> so still so there to put words in your mouth, you were basically like sometimes there's times where you say, Hey, you told me to play here and No, I don't tell them anything. No, no, I'm yeah. I'm saying but uh, gee, I really wish I'm, no, I'm just saying for all the sabermetrics and all that stuff like that. You so, so you're an instinct guy. And in your perfect world an instinct and this is like a great debate. I mean talk to pitchers and they're like, you know, why did you have the guy play there when well that's what they said and but you're an instinct guy. Yeah, I mean, it depends on certain situations. I think the, the situation of the game kind of dictates, you know, where you want to play. Um, obviously, some things you got to kind of say, hey, well, this card may be correct a lot of the times, but I know what this guy is trying to do. Mm-hmm. Say this guy's a dead pull hitter. The guy's a good enough hitter where if he, he wants to move the runner over, he will. Hmm. Uh, he, he'll hit it the other way. Mm-hmm. So, just knowing the situation. So, did you tell him that? I mean, Ooh, I, yeah. I you mean, say, hey, listen, I know that you wanted me to move, but this is the reason I oh, didn't yeah. move. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. We communicate back and forth during the game. So, yeah. We're very fluid. All right. Here's a, here's a hard right hand turn. Did you ever think that you were going to be traded ever? Like, I know that we've, you know, we've probably talked to him because about, like, oh, well, you see trade I rumors. Mean, I and think. You, you see it. You hear it. Um, we all know the nature of the business. Um, and after a while, you just hear it so much. It's like, all right, I like, heard it already <laughs> once before. Ain't nothing happened. So um, I don't know. Why just keep Until it happens, then who cares? I could t- t- Let me tell you something. That I went through... You go to hit three thirty. Meeting at three uh, thirty. We'll be out. We're wrapping it up. Just think right. of the. Uh, make sure that you remember a question. Okay. Um, the uh, going through off seasons, a lot of teams asked about you. A lot of teams, even when you were coming off down years, a lot of teams asked about you. That's from. From is that coming from you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. A lot of teams, and the message always from the Red Sox, and I guess this is to their credit, was no. Nope. Nope. So, I mean, obviously, you know, they, like, again, this is maybe coming off a down year, but they see the value, this, and I would imagine they continue to see how important you are on this team. So, congratulations. I don't even know if you had a response to that. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, could you see, but you also have, you know, what, after next year? Next year, free agent eligibility, right? Yes. You thought about after that? After next year. After next year. Yeah. I mean, you always think about your time. Um, it's hard work. Hard work. It's a, it's a, it's a lot of 
years put in in a short amount of time, so to speak. Well, it's, it's a hard, yeah, to get to that point. Yeah, I mean, there are windows so limited. Yeah. When you, when you, how old are you going to be when you're a free agent? 30. That's your deal, that, you know? You better make sure that that deal's good. It's the game plan. <laughs> right. <And laughs> have you ever come close to signing extension here? No. Have they ever offered? No. Are you surprised by that? No. Guys, we focus, like, so much on, on guys locking up. Like, if... Is it something that you have gotten so, like we, you just said, so close to this? It's like, okay, listen, if you come in with this outrageous offer, fine, but I'm, I'm secure in my existence. Uh, absolutely, 100%. Um, you know, at, back in the day, it seemed like everyone was excited to test free agency. And um, obviously with the, the way things have been going lately, some people might not be as excited, but... I feel like if you have trust in yourself, trust in your ability, your talent, then you should be. And I'm, I'm still excited about the, the opportunity to be able to um, go to free agency. Hmm. I mean, that's that, and that's that's hard to do. Like, the, like you said, because we've seen guys. Or you've seen. A, I, I got you. Mm-hmm. You've seen a lot. Of, where's the meeting? Right here. No. Where's the meeting? Upstairs. Oh, uh, last thing. So we see. We've seen a lot of guys, especially this off season. You know want to jump and say you know like i don't want to do this how do I, this is i don't i see what the market is and and i don't want to do this right. but you know the guys like you guys like mookie you know other guys and and i'll go back you know i remember you know where guys like pedroia and lester they wanted to get security mm-hmm. a guy like papelbon papelbon like this out i'm riding this out yeah i applaud it like i like hey you know what that shows to you a, the confidence in yourself correct yeah, I 100% agree with that. All right. What question do you have for me? What is your... I got two questions. All right, good. First question, your favorite athlete of all time. In any sport? Yeah. Larry Bird. Larry, Larry Bird. Larry Bird. Okay. Larry Bird, because he was a guy, when I was growing up, and there, you probably had someone like this. It doesn't matter the sport. Yeah, doesn't when, matter. Kobe Bryant. Right, right. Kobe Bryant when, you, when you played and when you were playing and you go out to, you wanted to play like him. Yeah. Like, you're like, I'm Larry Bird. Yeah. You know, like going way back, right? right. Doug, Doug Flutie. Doug Flutie was the you know, college quarterback. Yeah, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So it was like. It was, but you go, you know, Bird. You wanted to do all the moves that Bird did and everything else. So that was yeah. that was my guy. So next question. I know you got to go. Favorite ice cream and brand, uh, flavor and brand. Uh, hopefully, this isn't sponsored by an ice cream company. Um, cookie dough, and uh, I, you know, I like Ben and I mean Ben and Jerry's. But here's the thing, Jackie. I haven't had ice cream in a year and a half. That's impressive. Well, you know. I, it was part of the deal. It's, it's, the, it's unfortunately I do not have your metabolism, it's but there's an ice cream machine upstairs. Uh-huh. That is the hardest thing. <laughs> it, it is absolutely the hardest thing. And there used to quick story. Uh, do they have an ice cream machine up there? Yeah. So they tried to change that to frozen yogurt. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard this story. Uh-uh. Basically, they tried to change it to frozen yogurt, or maybe they took it out completely, and Josh Beckett got up from his locker and said, I want you to write this story. I'm demanding to be traded unless they put that back. 
and the next day they put it back because everyone was getting fat. That's yeah. Hilarious. So anyway, all right, I hope this was a good experience for you. Appreciate it. All right, it. thanks, Jack. Anytime. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.